weird. So weird. Uh, welcome to Weird, the podcast that brings you all the news that you can use to blow a fuse, and it's all true. My name's Aaron. That's right. Oh, I, I'm Craig. That's right. I uh, I don't know. I just want to see what happened if I didn't didn't say anything. Uh, I was gonna see if you'd notice. You're surprised. I'm surprised the commercial didn't start start playing. You know, we got the automatic <clears throat> dead air. Uh, detection. <laughs> yeah, thing. well, if that was the case, we'd have commercials playing every minute of the episode. True, true. How are you, sir? Or is that the deadbeat? Say. What? How are you? I'm all right. I'm tired. Are you really? Look at my eyes. I see that. I got tired you look there. very tired. Had a very busy week. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, I, uh, I'm here. Have you started watching McMillions yet? No, I haven't. Man, actually. Uh, episode four. We watched the last night. I, I just finally watched the mid-season premiere of Walking Dead, and then when I was do- <laughs> and then when I was done with it, I went, "Why did I watch that?" See, yeah, skip that stuff. It's hit an all-time low. Good. Well, it hit a all-time low when I started. No, it when got, I stopped it, it watching. Even hit, it even hit more of a low. I think the worst show in the history of TV. No, no, it, you know, I kept thinking while I was watching it last night. I was thinking this show used to be. Ridiculous. It, no, it used to be just so great. It was it, so, it, now it was, I'll give it was, you that. It was so great, and it was so. You know when it went south, Barn Mageddon. That's what, what they, Barn Mageddon. Oh, at the at the Barn episode yeah, in the yeah, third. That's where the second season. Nothing good season. after that. It just it it just used to be so much better, and now yes. there are all these characters. I don't care. There were these two characters last night that something happens to them. I don't know if they're alive or not, but I'm going. I don't care. He says, "Sure, I don't care." These people might be dead. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe they did. I'm thinking, can we double up? Can we kill these new characters faster? <laughs> because they're just in the way. It got so stale after Barnmageddon. Why do you keep calling it that? Because that's what it's that's what it's referred to. By whom? What was that? The end of season two? Two or three. They were on the farm. Yeah, they were on the farm. Second season, maybe. That's when the show bought the farm. Also, same time it jumped the shark. There were no sharks. There were the, sharks. There, there were no they sharks. They were zombie sharks. They jumped the zombie. You ready for this? You know, if, if if Fonzie was to jump his bike over a pit of zombies, that would be I'd epic. watch that. I would yeah. watch that. Actually. Yeah, Fonzie, because he's old now. You seen him lately? Yeah, he's cool. He's always cool. Yeah. Hey, Fonz. What are we doing? Story. Dog shows up at Texas police station to report himself missing. Then he runs home. This is a cute, cute little puppy, too. Anyone. Who has ever had a dog can attest to how scary the idea of losing them must be. Dog. 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 Well, perhaps not so if your dog has the werenthal to report himself as missing. That's right. You forgot that uh, the first... Uh, oh, this is submitted by yeah. uh, Senorita Carrie Walker. <laughs> Senor... Oh, my bad. <clears throat> Senor. I get him confused. Yeah, and we didn't, obviously, we didn't shout out enough to him. Last episode, he kind of. Well, uh, because he's used up his credits. Well, I'll tell you, his uh, cousin's given him a. Yeah, she's run for the money. Man. It's a little little, little friendly competition. Yeah. Uh-huh. The number of stories yes. that can be submitted to the show. Yeah. And she's got the office now. Imagine if we had four listeners, well, they'd all be fighting each other. 
Oh, you know what? That'd be awesome because I wouldn't have to do any research whatsoever. If we had four listeners. Could It'd be ma- so Could easy. you imagine a day when we can sit here smug-like and go, we got four people listening? <laughs> well, we got uh, – we're smug already. Yeah. But even with our two listeners. Smug is a bug. In a rug. rug. Yeah. <clears throat> Anywho, so, seriously. Yeah, go one, ahead. One pup did just that in the early hours. February 11th, when he made his way to the Odessa Police Department in Texas, as per reports, I love that figure of speech, as per, as per our conversation. (laughs) You got a headache? Take some as per. As per reports, the dog had been separated from his owners. You know why? You got to keep them separated. Why is that? That's just what the song says. You missed me on that one. I don't know. You got to keep them separated. They went their separated ways. Yeah. Journey. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. From his owners and was missing from his home. Unfazed, however, he knew exactly what to do. Was he untased too? I thought of that. Because they will tase a, a living being quickly. If you're tased, you can't be unfazed. By the way, my nephew, uh-huh. Trey, uh-huh. he is now a detective with the Metro Police Department. Can I call him Detective Trey? Yeah. Okay. I call him I call him Dick Trey. Why is that? Oh, because he's a detective. Yeah, and it's like Dick Tracy. Yeah, Dick, 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 Dick Trey. Trey yeah. C. Dick Trey sounds like a Spanish word. Hey, Zagadon. Uh, Dick um, Trey. Mucho Dick Trey. No, C-C. It, sound, it actually doesn't sound anything like that at all. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying, it doesn't really. Anyway, Sergeant Rusty Martin. Rusty Martin. Honestly, here's the deal. Honestly. He's my favorite race car driver. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I don't really think it's fair to say he's rusty. I think he just hasn't <laughs> been in the game for a while. Oh, Rusty Martin. Oh, Everybody rusty knows Martin. a Rusty Martin. Sergeant Rusty Martin was on hand to welcome Chico to the station. Ah, he was part of that the, means boy. Thank you. Yeah. He was part of the team who processed the pooch and kept him entertained while they figured out what to do. If Chico means boy, how come little Nino or El Nino means little boy? It's like baby boy or something, isn't it? I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. I don't either. Speaking of, no, speaking to the dodo, there was a dodo there. Were you there? That There was a dodo there. <laughs> Martin said everyone loved on him. Sure. Why did he sound like Paul Harvey? He was then? adorable, by the way. He this this puppy like, is too cute for he said, words. Everyone loved on him. They've got a picture of him standing with paws on the counter like, hello, uh-huh. I got to report a missing dog here. Yeah, that picture you painted was beautiful, but can I continue? I've got quite a bit to go through here. The department's photos soon made their way to Facebook as well as the funny backstory behind them. Yeah. I don't know why I'm just this Paul Harvey mood. (laughs) I don't know. So this happy guy randomly strolled into the front desk of the police department last night. We're thinking he wanted to apply for a canine position Uh. (laughs) after eliminating a lassie type situation. The statement reads, while Chico had a collar on, his ID tag had fallen off. The team at the station called in animal control to look for a microchip, though before they arrived, Things took another surprising turn. Uh Uh-oh. He was given lots of love and attention until he decided it was time for him to leave, the post continued. He let himself out, and after an exhaustive (laughs) search, was not found. (laughs) We were relieved to learn he safely returned to his owner. It turned out Chico decided he uh, had spent long enough without his family, so he headed home. After seeing the police department's post the next day, Chico's owner contacted them to tell them that he had, in fact, returned back to where he belongs. So what, what do you think happened here? I mean, obviously, 
The dog did not go in the police station to report he was missing. That's ridiculous. That's fake news the, is what that the is. The dog, the dog, I don't know. The dog. dog the, the dog, the dog found his way into the police. Fake news. Okay. Fake news. Okay, you can stop. The dog found his way into the police station. All right. And the dog said, uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm here with a dog. You know, pet me on the head. Okay, I'm done. Now I'm leaving. So the dog, the dog knew where it's he obviously an inside dog. Somebody opened the door and the dog just went in and is a friendly pup. And there's people all dressed alike with guns, but he don't care. No, because he's wearing a gun. No. He's got like a little bandolier no. on. He's got the ammo across his shoulders. That's not true. Now you're making stuff up. Hey, anyway, we got one of these. Headline is Kentucky Fried Chicken partners with Crocs for KFC-themed shoes. This comes to us from Jules Camerzoe Clifton, Tony's niece, and our uh, resident uh, uh, producer uh, part-time thing. Colonel Sanders is donning some fancy footwear, Craig. I saw those. According to a Just news when release, you think Crocs couldn't get any uglier. <laughs> they are ugly, aren't they? Have, do you own a pair? Heck no. I've never had a pair. I don't. I, they say, they claim that they're comfortable, but they don't look comfortable to me. I've worn something similar. Similar, but different. You know, my, uh, at least one of my kids, one of my kids couldn't wear them because the, they have a weird like reaction to the type of rubber or plastic. That doesn't surprise me at all. Because my kids are weird. Yeah. And, and I think it was, it was S. It was <laughs> Bless her heart. Well, she had them. She doesn't have them anymore. And, uh, that's not funny. Her feet are the Crocs. No. Yes. No, we, I was thinking of Gabrielle. No, no, no. Yeah, she's uh, she's bless her heart. Yeah, she doing okay. You know, it was a little too soon for you to throw that out. That there. That was, wasn't it? Yeah, that was just like a few days ago. She's actually just trying to rebuild her life, and you're over here making little comments. <laughs> don't she don't lost, look at me like she that. lost a pet in the process. <laughs> I know, and it was the wrong one. She still uh, she still has satanic. Uh, I told her. Well, I, I explained to her the only reason the snake made it through the fire was because he's uh, used to it. Exactly. He yeah. was he was he was carved from the face of Satan. He was actually made from but the snake is doing better. I am happy to report for her sake that uh that he was he's better. Yeah. And uh No, that's not ha don't happily report that. For her, not for me. Just cuz you know, cuz you know, she's already she's already had a tough week. The death noodle. And they're in the middle of uh rebuilding. So anyway, we're we're kind of having this conversation without including the listener, but there was a there was a fire in Oklahoma and it, a serious one. It burned the burned the apartment down to the ground. Yeah. Not only her unit, but it looked like the entire yeah, section. And, and uh, the irresponsible people, apparently, that run the apartment complex, they don't make sure their smoke alarms work. Nope. So, nope. Luckily, they were blessed to have woken up coughing. Listener, public service announcement: Please check your smoke detectors. Well, you know, and if you're in a, if you're in an apartment complex, make sure they are doing what they're supposed sure. to do. Sure. You know why I don't check mine at home? Because it beeps for like two days afterwards. Just just chirp. It chirps. You mean after you put a new battery? Yes, it goes. That, that's wrong. It shouldn't do. Maybe I, you should well, it does. You got? Did you ever consider the fact that maybe it's defective? You should probably put some chip. smoke under it and see if it goes off. No, <laughs> I'm not concerned. Oh, anyway, I was talking about KFC shoes. According to a news release, Kentucky Fried Chicken has partnered with popular shoemaker. They're not shoes. They're sandals. Crocs to develop limited edition KFC themed shoes. What will KFC think of next, Craig? I ask you. Uh wait, 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 wait. Plant-based chicken. Oh, gross. Yeah. I don't I don't need anything. I don't eat fake meat. Yeah. That's what it is. That's right. I'll eat plants. I love a salad, but I'm not going to eat a burger. Why isn't there a meat a meat-based salad? Well, I put meat on my salad. No, why why don't they make a salad that's meat-based? 
if that's I've got a, a if I've got to have a, if I've got to have a plant based meat like steak that looks like lettuce. No, that yeah, it's lettuce. It's a salad that's actually made out of meat. Yes, but it's made to taste just like lettuce. Yeah. Why don't I get that? Why do I only get a a, a, a meat that was made from salad? If you had, oh wait, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Thank you. Okay. The first... I still say you need to include the rest of that bit, that clip. The first, called Kentucky Fried Chicken Crocs Bucket Clog, is described as a sky-high platform avant-garde version, according to the news release. Those shoes were showcased by artist Me Love Me a lot. Me Love Me a lot. That's me a, Love Me a lot. Have you ever heard of him? Her? I don't know. No. Me Love Me a lot. That's going around, by the way, Me Love Me in a New York fashion show on February the 11th. The second line of KFC theme shoes are called Kentucky Fried Chicken X Crocs Classic Clog. Those shoes will be available in the spring in unisex sizes. You know how much? What idiot pays this price? <laughs> $60. What? How stupid do you have to... I'm saying this because our listeners are too smart for well, this. Well, there'll, uh, there'll be collector's items. How They'll be worth $61. <laughs> if they're lucky. Yeah, if they're lucky. How stupid do you have to be to pay 60 bucks? Pretty darn stupid, I would think. I mean, considering you can go down to Bass Pro and pick up a pair for 10 bucks. You can also go into Bass Pro, throw a chair through a window, and steal an arsenal of weapons. Did you see that? No, I did not. The Bass Pro in Nashville. Somebody went in there Seriously? and did a smash and grab and took a bunch of ammo and, and weapons. I'm thinking, hey, Bass Pro, shouldn't you have that stuff locked down a little harder? I have, I have been in the vault. And it is locked down very it's hard. It's behind the counter, the ones that were behind the counter or something. Now, the ammo's out of the shelf. I've been there. All of the pistols, all of the firearms are put into the vault at night. The displays and everything. That is incorrect, sir. Apparently, they walked in, they busted through some glass, got some guns, and ran off with a bunch. Somebody's not doing their job. How about that? How about that? Because that vault is some serious business. Catch me outside. I say some guns. How about that? Combining the mistakable... Let me just say real quick, <clears throat> yeah. I feel sorry for whoever's about to get fired at that store because if that is true, what you yeah, said... Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. I've if, still got connections if at that, that store. If that is true, what you just said, either that was left out what of the story... Said. Yeah, that was either left out of the story, they literally broke through... Is it a safe? literally a safe? It's a huge walk-in safe. Okay. Yes, I mean, it's that a room that's that, a safe. That means someone did not secure the weapons or they or there are certain weapons like shotguns maybe that are kept out but that's they, bizarre i mean how bizarre because when i was working there there was a nightly routine and each department helped each other and a lot of times we'd have to go over and like hand the guns to the guys to to lock up it was a serious serious Again, thing i feel bad for the guy that's about to lose his job <laughs> The only way I can imagine that happening is if somebody broke in while they were doing a meeting upstairs, like after they'd already started setting up for the they day. They said it was a smash and grab, so I don't know. Huh. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that was it. Maybe it was before they were officially closed, but that seems really brazen. Yeah, it'd have to be in the morning for something like that. But for that area, that's not really surprising. Uh, combining the mistakable look of our world-famous fried chicken and signature KFC bucket with the unparalleled comfort and style of Crocs, what a crock that is. They're hideous. You've seen them, yes, right? Yes, I have. Uh, these shoes are what fri uh, friend chicken footwear dreams are made of. I think that's supposed to be fried chicken footwear whatever. dreams are made friend of. Friend chicken footwear. KFC's nice chief marketing. Name, friend chicken footwear. Oh, well, hang on. i got to go back to this. you got to learn to use that soundboard over there. I think it's on page one. Let me just try that again. There we go. Tonight's band name, friend chicken footwear. Thank you. 
anyway, that's all I've got to say about that. Oh, hang hang on, because we we got to do. Uh, Wait, before you play any kind of a no a, a theme you, song, before you do that, yeah. So I didn't tell you, I, I'm this is not going to be popular opinion on this show. Uh oh, <clears throat> but I may have found. Yeah, I may be jumping ship on DQ. What the? What? What? I went to Culver's. Oh, I, well, we've had this discussion. <laughs> but I didn't like the food when I went to Culver's. Oh, I do. But I had, did you get a burger? I, no, we're talking ice cream here. I had one of their concretes. Yeah. And, of course, it's frozen custard. Yeah. So it's smooth as I, silk. If you go back to, Can I finish? to our 200s, we've already had this discussion. No, no, no. Because I, but I know, but I'm saying I just recently converted over. Because I was already on that bandwagon. Now, now nothing replaces a blizzard. Because I, here's, okay, can I, you quit driving my story for a second there, Karen. I can't help it. So, so I love the blizzards. They're still good. Definitely. But but I tell you what, man. I I tell you what. I got a turtle pecan concrete. That sounds good. We're talking smooth as butter. Oh, I love them. I usually get the Snickers concrete, double but Snickers. That custard is smooth. Oh, sure, as butter. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Culver's. It is expensive. It's expensive, but it goes beyond fast food. And you don't get a large one like you do at Dairy Queen. Now, I still love Dairy Queen, and we don't have a Culver's up here. I have to go down to Hville. Yeah, but I've been there a lot lately. But uh, I tell you what, man. I tell you what. I tell you what. Those butter burgers are. It gives delish. It gives DQ a major run. I'm hungry. But but here's the deal. I'm not talking. I'm only talking ice cream right now. Now yeah. I'll have to go back and figure out the food thing maybe later. But the ice cream, the Blizzard really is what matters here. I'll tell you this. If you compare burger to burger, <laughs> Dairy Queen could shut the door. <laughs> there is there's no. But I tell you what, man. That that because uh, i've been to freddy's before which is another frozen custard place i think there's one in maybe clarksville but i've had them out in oklahoma yeah um and it's um oh my gosh you just can't beat how smooth and silky that that, mm. that custard you're making is. me hungry so good but anyway play that uh kind of weirdly juxtapositioned against that last thing we talked about Toilet paper left in toilet leads inmate punching suspected poop burglar in Kootenai County Jail. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Kootenai. 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 Toilet oh, paper left. Pokey. Uh, try it again. Toilet paper <laughs> left in toilet leads to inmate punching suspected poop burglar in Kootenai County Jail. Kootenai. Kootenai. That's got to Count- be down south. Kut- That's got to be in Alabama or Kut- something. Kootenai, Kootenai County Jail. <laughs> I just want to keep saying that. It's fun. We're going on down to Kootenai. Y'all going to come on with us? And on the next line, it's called the Kootenai. Or no, Kootenai. No, it's right. The Kootenai County Sheriff's Office told quite the unusual tale on their Facebook page Saturday morning of an assault investigation at the jail. The Sheriff's Office usually posts notable uh, calls for the day on their Facebook page because they have nothing else to do, apparently. <laughs> and the story of the poop burglar stood out Saturday morning. Stood more out like, More like stool out. <laughs> Stooled out. Uh, <sighs> deputies were investigating a batter between jail inmates and were qui- uh, able to quickly get to the bottom of why the alter... The bottom. You know, the, uh, I, I think the, they're trying. Yeah, they're trying to be yeah. funny. Of the altercation, uh, why the altercation took place, toilet paper. Well, apparently, in one of the pods, there, 
has been an issue with an unknown inmate using too much toilet paper it's a and tissue not washing. Huh? It's a tissue issue. Tissue issue. <laughs> the uh, mystery inmate has been dubbed the poop burglar. Well, oh, did you did you want some of this? Where is it? No, I wanted some surprise, but thanks. Oh, whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> whatever. You surprised me by being so inept at that button. Hey, it's going to take some getting used to, okay? Thank you. The saga of the poop burglar escalated Saturday when an inmate spilled his orange juice and used toilet paper to clean it up. However, instead of flushing the orange juice soaked toilet paper down the toilet, he simply left it there. Orange juice. (laughs) Yeah, orange juice. Surprise. Other inmates took this act as a sign that the man who used toilet paper to clean up spilled orange juice and then didn't flush it must be the poop burglar. Mm -hmm. That must be him. Well, they they didn't think that through. They didn't. No. An inmate took it upon himself to confront the suspected poop burglar and punched him. (laughs) It's unknown. He said, what'd I do? (laughs) That was his nose. It made that sound when they hit him. It's unknown exactly what happened after that or the extent of any possible injuries, but deputies are now investigating the incident as a battery. Would that be a nine volt or? Uh, It's probably battery trouble. It's battery trouble. Oh. Yeah. Battery. Oh, because there's acid There's acid in the orange juice. Yeah, and there was some assault before that. If they put the salt on top of the orange juice, it could be acidic. Very acidic. Oh, wow. So it all go, it's a loop. So we're learning science. It all goes in a circle. We're, we're learning science, I dropped while, some science while listening about weird news. Yeah, pretty much. All right, this next story is is a dream. This this actually, and you, this is a sports story, so you're not going to really appreciate it. Can I just leave for a while? But I used to, okay, my mom bought me a Predators jersey one time for Christmas that had my own number and in in Lindsay across the back, okay. like a custom. And I would joke around that if they ever needed a player, you know, I've got my jersey on, I'm ready to go, all that. All right, this headline is Zamboni Driver. Zamboni Driver, Craig. Zamboni. The Zamboni Driver Zamboni. wins first NHL game after being tapped as an emergency goalie. Zamboni. A 42-year-old Zamboni driver won his first NHL game Saturday after being tapped to play as an emergency goalie for the opposing team. How about that? If you're just out there cleaning up the ice and somebody comes to the, hey, buddy. Uh, you know how to use a hockey stick? Yeah, you look like you could. these pads might fit you. Just stand still in front of the, in front of the goal. Don't let anything get past you. That's like that dream where you're on stage and you can't play your instrument. No, this is not because he played very well, oh, apparently. Well, that's if it was me, it would be that way. Dave Ayers stepped in for the Carolina Hurricanes after both the team's goalies had to leave the game with injury. So they always have – everybody has a backup goalie So this guy could also, if he became a famous player, he could have his own tennis shoe. It could be called Dave Ayers. Yes. Yeah, Nike, yeah. Nike can make Yeah. It. Yeah, that'd be great. Prompting the Zamboni driver to play against the Toronto Maple Leafs, the home team. Can I also ask a question? Sure. Is it really appropriate to name your team Carolina Hurricanes when I'm sure plenty of people have died in those hurricanes? <laughs> yes, yes, it's fully appropriate. What cracks me up is this guy, this this was in Toronto. He's the Zamboni driver. They're going to yeah. hate him from now on. Yeah. They're going to hate his yeah. guts. The 42-year-old helped the Hurricanes win their 6-3 win by blocking eight of the 10 shots on goal against him, which wouldn't be very, but he, but very did, good. But he did it. On the Zamboni. <laughs> that wouldn't be very good for a normal goalie, but it's great for a Zamboni driver. Uh, and he was in for the last 30 minutes of the game. That's the last two uh, two periods. That's pretty impressive. I mean, just to be picked off well, the it's, Zamboni. Well, it's a, it's a period and a half. 
the 40 uh, Ayers told reporters after the game that he had been designating backup goalie in the past, but this was the first time he'd ever been forced to play. I guess he didn't have a choice. <laughs> Do you like that Zamboni? It'd be a shame if something happened to it. Uh, you know, I was nervous, eh, for a whole uh, second period, eh? But uh, as you could tell, I couldn't stop a puck if I had it in the in the second, right? Hey, beauty. Had two in a second. Are you okay? This is going to be a good episode. But I, but I told the boys, hey, when I come out in the third, I'll be ready to go, eh, beauty. The Carolina players just told the Zamboni driver to just have fun and not stress out about the goals. Sure. <laughs> they said that very seriously. Yeah. Look, you just have fun. Don't. Oh, no, stress. No, 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 no. We're not going to be mad. About the goal. Just do what you got to do. We're not mad. Hockey's not really that important to us. Anymore. You let one pass, we're going to have to beat the tar out of you. But don't don't stress because yeah, you won't do stress. very well. These guys, eh, they're, they're really great fun, right? How fun, how great they are to me, <laughs> what? right? What? The crowd, what just happened? The crowd in Toronto is unreal. Even though I was on the other team, they were so receptive and so awesome, eh? Until I got to the parking lot and all my tires were slashed. <laughs> Every time I made a save, I could hear them cheering for me. I'm sure. That would be so exciting. Sure. I mean, you aren't sharing my enthusiasm for this story. I'm picturing myself. I just wonder if they gave him a case of Molson or something afterwards. <laughs> Beauty, eh? <clears throat> in addition to driving. The- oh, wait. Ayers is the second oldest player to make their professional debut in NHL history after Lester Patrick did it in 1927. In addition to driving the Zamboni and filling in during practices for the Leafs, Ayers said he coaches an amateur hockey team. So so this guy wasn't just a Zamboni driver. He's He's got a little hockey in his blood. He's also a kidney transplant survivor. Wow. The Carolina Hurricanes announced on its Twitter account that it would sell a player T-shirt with Ayers' name on it. I might have to snag one of those. You're going to pay for it like everybody else. Yeah, Dave will be getting royalties, right? Eh? But we are working with him to identify a kidney foundation that will receive a portion of the proceeds, Beauty A, said the team Saturday. Jason Muzati, Carolina Hurricane Carolina. Carolina. Carolina Hurricane goaltending coach told the NHL.com that he gave Ayers gave a lot of credit for staying so calm under pressure. Can, can I ask a question? Okay. Um, he stepped in to the Carolina Hurricanes. Why did he talk like he was Canadian the entire story? No, no. He, that's because uh, they were in Toronto. He, he's a Zamboni driver in Toronto. And Carolina was so at Toronto. So you verified but, he's Canadian. Yes. I wouldn't want you to misuse the A's. No. I wouldn't do that. Hey, TV reporter, actually. Hey, I wasn't finished with my story. Yeah, you were. No. No, you were. It was great to see, eh? I heard his background, someone who has received a kidney transplant, Mazzotti said. That's phenomenal, eh? Just a good, happy-go-lucky, natural goalie, like most of us are. Made every bit of that last sentence up. I did not. It's right there. TV reporter accidentally turns mask filter on before going live in North North Carolina. Now, this was hilarious. I actually saw the picture. That was pretty funny. It was really funny. Live reporting is always risky. Wait, you missed a lot Oh, submitted by Jules Camerzil. You missed... You miswrote her name, mistyped her name. Oh, I just copied and pasted. Clifton. So that's your, that's the excuse. Yeah. Live reporting is always risky, but the possibility of accidentally switching on a Facebook live mask filter is definitely something new. How about that professional news outlets don't use Facebook? Yeah, or phones to do their reporting. Yeah. This is exactly <laughs> what happened Thursday in North Carolina to journalist Justin Hinton. And a video shared by WLOS shows it was every bit as goofy as it sounds. So you've just seen pictures. You haven't seen seen pictures. It's hilarious. Hinton, who was talking about snow near Asheville, is seen in the minute-long video wearing 
one bizarre disguise after another, yeah, including kept changing. a jet pilot helmet, a fox <laughs> mask, and a wizard's pointed hat. <laughs> he and had beard. no clue, and that's what made it so funny. Uh, at no point does he acknowledge the mask, instead continues to talk in all seriousness about <laughs> the first legitimate snowfall we've seen this season in Madison County. He was still reporting when reviewers started posting comments on Facebook about the mask, and he could be heard uh, uh, in a Facebook post asking a coworker, wait, did I have a weird face? <laughs> uh, wait, wait, guy, do you mean like normally, or do you mean like just during that story? It's pretty weird. The video has since been watched nearly 125,000 times and shared 1,300 times, leading the San Diego native to offer an explanation on his Facebook page. Right before going live on Facebook um, to talk about snow, I somehow activated a filter generator. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> the you big dummy. The photog I was working with said something about the screen having weird faces. He didn't elaborate, so I said it would probably go away. The photog. Need needless to say, it did not go away. It did. <laughs> it didn't not go away. It did not go away. I Excuse did. <laughs> I did realize the the mascot dog here in the alternate studio. <laughs> yes, we didn't mention we were at the alternate studio. I didn't realize it until I stepped off camera and saw the comments where people were talking about the faces. He concluded by saying, "If you can't laugh at yourself, what's the point of laughter?" Amen. That, that was a lame thing to say because we're going to laugh at you no matter what. Yeah. Comments on his post have included some people calling him the weather wizard, and others who thought the station had done the whole thing on purpose. Actually, you guys should do this a lot more posted Mike Kaufman on Hinton's Facebook page. I wonder if he's kin to Andy. Kaufman? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you believe they put a man on the moon. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah. Headline is, ousted New Hampshire police chief heads home in underwear after turning in guns and his uniform. Well, I mean, they had to have it back. Submitted by Kerry Walker. A New Hampshire police chief stripped down to his underwear and walked into a snowstorm. Ooh, that's even worse. Yeah. After being stripped of his duties at a local board meeting Tuesday night. You said duty. Richard Lee was the police chief for nearly 20 years until a three-member select board voted to rely solely on coverage from the New Hampshire State Police Department during this meeting. He worked part-time as the only member of the department which covers the town of Croydon's roughly 700 residents. Croutons? I was thinking Cronuts. But it's Croydons. Croydons. Yeah. He was able to immediately... Do they still make Cronuts? I don't know. You ever have one? No. Okay. He was told to immediately turn in his guns and uniform as well as the keys to the police cruiser. So Lee took off his gear before the board chairman. I gave them my uniform shirt. I gave them my turtleneck. I gave them my ballistic vest. I sat down in a chair, took off my boots, took off my pants, put those in the chair... And put my boots back on and walked out the door, Lee said. He didn't have spare clothes or a ride home, so Lee walked nearly a mile in 26-degree temperatures. Good grief! Before his wife picked him up. Lee said that if he had left with his gear, he feared the possibility of being arrested, even though the chairman, Russell Edwards, you know Russell Edwards, don't you? Yeah, little Russie. Yeah, little Russie, yeah, old, man, yeah. old man Edwards boy. Yeah. Said that. Ex-chief's actions were unnecessary. This is what they demanded, and this is what I'm doing, he said, according to the Valley News. Edwards was released. Uh, Edwards released a statement Wednesday 
saying that the decision to remove Lee was an action based upon value for the cost of the department. He added, the state police cover incidents in the town 81% of the time anyway. So Lee said he is discussing what happened with his attorney. He's like, hey, what happened with my attorney? Can we discuss this? What happened with my attorney? Just take your clothes off and leave. (laughs) Not you, him. Oh, a woman's bladder brewed its own alcohol, tripping drug test. And we've had one of these stories before, didn't we, where the guy was drunk and they found out he, where did I watch that on the news? No, you watched that on the news, but there's a little something about that in this, in this story. It's very there, interesting There's there something about that where the, they actually have, their gut has like yeast in it. Yes. And it actually makes them drunk all yes. the time. Yes, yes. No, we had a story about it, I think. Very interesting. This well, is not that same ailment. No, I, a woman's bladder brewed its own alcohol, tripping drug test. Tripping daisies. This came from Jules Camerzil Clifton, Tony Clifton's niece. And uh, part-time producer uh, in-house at the Weird probably our, Probably our top producer at this point, wouldn't you say? I would say, yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably far exceeds most other ones that we've ever had. <laughs> Terry, we love you. When a woman in Pennsylvania needed a life-saving liver transplant, she repeatedly ran up against one vexing problem. She kept testing positive for alcohol. You positive? Pretty positive that she was, but which disqualified her from a transplant, even though she swore she hadn't been drinking. Doctors would later discover that something quite strange was going on. Microbes in the woman's bladder were fermenting alcohol, according to the new report on the case. The woman's condition is similar to a rare disorder called autobrewery syndrome, which is what we talked about, in which microbes in the gastrointestinal tract convert carbohydrates into alcohol. If your name was Mike and you had a store that sold robes, you could call it microbes. <clears throat> People with ABS can just get drunk from eating carbs, Life Science previously reported. But the, in the woman's case, the fermentation was taking place in her bladder, which makes her condition distinct from ABS, the report said. Come on down to Mike Robes. Get yourself one of these bath robes made out of terry cloth. In her case, it's a the, microbe. The alcohol didn't get uh, didn't get from the bladder to the into the bloodstream, so the woman didn't appear intoxicated. The woman's condition was so rare that it didn't even have a name yet. Her doctors proposed calling it urinary autobrewery system, I'm sorry, syndrome or bladder fermentation syndrome, Budweiser disease. Yes, the because that stuff is about like pee coming out of your bladder, I think. Anyway, I'm Mike. I've digressed. These are my robes. <clears throat> the 61-year-old woman went to the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. That's the UPMC. I like Presbyterian Hospital because she had cirrhosis or scarring of the liver and needed to be placed on the liver transplant wait list, according to the report. She also had diabetes, which, I'm sorry, that was not under control meaning her blood sugar levels were high. Previously, the woman had visited another hospital, but she could not get the liver get on the liver transplant wait list That's there. That's sad. Because her urine repeatedly tested positive for alcohol. Well, tell her urine to quit drinking. <laughs> Doctors at that hospital you're told in, her... You're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. Doctors urine. at that hospital told her she needed treatment for alcohol addiction. The UPMC Presbyterian Hospital... Uh, I'm sorry, at that hospital, the woman also tested positive for alcohol, ethanol, she could run a car, on a urine drug test. Not all women can do that. Leading doctors to suspect she was hiding an alcohol use disorder. The authors wrote in the report published Monday, February 24th, in the the journal Annals of Internal Medicine, but she consistently denied drinking alcohol. That's when doctors noticed something curious. (laughs) Urine, hmm, that's curious. (laughs) 
urine's uh, urine tests for two uh, metabolites of alcohol, uh, ethyl glue something ride and ethyl sulfate, uh, were negative for the woman. This was puzzling because at least one of these metabolites should be present in urine for several days after a person drinks alcohol. Yeah. That's puzzling. Said uh, study senior, <laughs> senior uh, author, Dr. Kenichi Tamama. Who's <laughs> mama? Tamama. And associate professor of pathology and medical director of UPMC's clinical toxicology. <sighs> Toxicology <laughs> Laboratory. This was a first clue that something was off, Tamama said. This week only mention you heard about Mike's robes here on the Weird Podcast. Take one Mike robe home, get another Mike robe for half price. Shut up. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Now, you'll get more out of this top 10 list than I will. I can already see a mistake in this list. Really? Top 10 worst video games of all time. Yeah, I'm thinking number nine should be number one. Exactly yeah. what I was saying. Yeah, okay. Or thinking, rather. All right. Number see, I thought that same thing when I, when I saw this list. Number 10. Number 10. Race with Ryan. I have no idea what that is. Apparently, there is a YouTuber named Ryan something or another, and somebody thought it would be a good idea to make a video game him racing or something yeah, whatever it's supposed to be lousy though number nine which craig and i both agree should be number one there's even documentaries made about it et the extra terrestrial yeah, it's got a good history behind it why it's the worst including being rushed to market and yes and they actually found them buried in the desert yes they they they, they hated this game so much at nintendo or atari it was atari but yeah. they, they had no they had so many left over they just had to bury, bury them, them bury them in yeah. the desert yeah um, and now it's a hot item. If you can find one, if you can find one of the ones out of the out of the, the yeah, whatever. But it's yeah. still a horrible game. Number eight, Peppa Pig. On I guess on the DS is that yeah. what it means? Peppa Pig DS. Uh, number seven of the top ten worst video games of all time: Crazy Bus. Crazy Taxi was great. Though. Crazy Taxi was fun. We used to play that a lot. Yeah. The kids, uh, the kids like the soundtrack on that thing. Oh, it's great. Number six, top ten worst video games of all time: Big Rigs Over the Road Racing. <laughs> That sounds funny. I'm sure there are a lot worse games out there than they're naming here. Uh, number what are we at? number five, top ten worst video games of all time, Marvel Heroes Hyperscanner. What does that mean? It was a very hyperscanner. <laughs> number four, <laughs> Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. Yeah, there were some comments on that one saying that it was just so difficult. I don't know. I don't either. Speaking of difficult. Uh, number three. Top 10 worst video games of all time, Flappy Bird. Laugh all you want. That guy made a million bucks. Man, that was ridiculous. But you know what? I'd start playing it, though. You start playing it, and it was challenging. It was very challenging. Very I never challenging. got past, like, 10 seconds. Uh, number two of the top 10 worst video games of all time, Super 3D Noah's Ark, which is much better than plain old 2D version of Noah's Ark. <laughs> number one. You ever heard of this game? I think it's an Atari 2600 game. I may be top wrong. Top 10 I worst may be wrong. video games of all time, you may Custer's be crazy. Revenge. Custer's Revenge. Custer's Revenge. Well, that pretty much nails all that down. All right, Craig. Episode three, uh, 326 is in the can. Unbelievable. I can't believe we got one more and we're done. This is our last episode of the month. Next episode will be March. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I'd like to say hello to my pops. Saw him Sunday. He's doing well. Back home. He appreciates you stopping by the hospital to... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. That was someone else. Yeah, I had my own issues that I had to work on. I'm just kidding. 
Special thanks to Mark Patch for nice music. I'd like to thank our uh, listeners, Carrie Walker, Jules Camazo Clifton, for sending in stories. And the other one or two that we might have still. We're not really sure. Yes, other listeners. If we have any, still yeah, up. If you have a story you'd like covered here on the on the podcast, just send it to our Facebook page. All right, we're out of here until next uh, Monday, right? Monday? That's, uh, correct. Monday. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. Oh.